You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode number 11, Connecting with Your Inner Child. Welcome back to the show, guys. It's Shanae. I am your host. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in yourself today and doing it with me. Maybe you clicked on this show because you were like, what the heck is your inner child? And maybe (laughs) you're like, okay, that's a little bit too out there for me. I ask you to have an open mind on this today. I promise you this work is life-changing. It's revolutionary. It's not new. It's been out for a long, long, long time and it's completely changed my world. So um, if you're new to my work, um, like I said, my name is Shanae. I am a competition prep expert, former WBFF Bikini Pro and Master Life Coach. And in this show, my aim for my aim is to provide you with holistic solutions to your mindset, fitness, and nutrition to help you on that journey back to your highest self. Because when you've dieted a lot, when you've done shows, when you've chased external achievements to make yourself feel proud of yourself, you may have found that you were even more sad or like more unfulfilled. And if that's you, then this show is perfect for you because the um, content that I share is really helping you connect back to yourself, your highest self. She's in there. You are her. So in this episode today, I'm going to share with you what the heck is your inner child slash like from a non-expert, you guys. I'm not an expert in inner child therapy, so this is um, really my like perspective on it. And signs that you may need healing. How a wounded or neglected inner child can lead to an epidemic of never feeling good enough. Why I went down this spiritual path. The two questions that are we're going to reveal everything. And then a list of ways that you can start connecting with your inner child today. Ready? Let's get into it. So first and foremost, let's talk about what is inner child work. So um, again, like I said, I'm a non-expert. So this is um, all that I have learned via the internet <laughs> um, and my therapist, my spiritual counselor, and my own experiences and my journey. So what the inner child is, it, it's a subconscious part of you that houses your self-esteem, your body image, family trauma, shame, and secrets. So um, it's your subconscious. And the reason why it is so powerful is because our subconscious is what drives, I don't know the statistic for it, but a very large part of um, our daily actions. So the beliefs we have about ourselves, that is all in our subconscious. And so when you're doing inner child work, you can either do it by yourself or with a therapist, but what you're doing is you're resolving any kind of like childhood emotions or experiences or trauma that your inner child still holds. And then as well as learning to give yourself the joy and the confidence that perhaps you didn't learn as a kid or maybe like the love that you didn't receive as a kid for you to learn how to like parent yourself and give it to you. So the reason why this work is very life-changing is because when um, we are finding ourselves in self-sabotage loops like you guys learned in the last episode, um, we want to get to the core of it. Like we want to get to the root of what the problems are and 
we can't get to that root until we start to tap into our inner child, tap into where did I learn this pattern? Where did I learn this conditioning? Where did I learn this thought? Why do I do this? Like, um, who am I doing this for? So what I love about inner child work is that it really is just self-discovery. Um, you can call this inner work. You can call this, you know, your spiritual awakening, whatever you want. I, I actually really like the term inner child therapy, um, but it really is a form of self-discovery. And what you do is when you start to discover um, and when you start to like remember the child that you were, the experiences you had, the emotions you felt, Um, and the emotions that maybe you were taught to repress, then the healing work starts to happen because um, when we, what am I trying to say? Like finding and healing the roots of your issues as an adult is all about listening to and learning how to communicate with and nurture your inner child. I know that sounds crazy, but believe me, trust me, this works. And when I started to incorporate this work, in with my fitness clients, with my life coaching clients, things really shifted. Um, So um, let's see. That is really what inner child work is, okay? So um, like ways that you can, um, or signs that you might need healing is if you experience any of the following, low self-esteem, poor body image, problems with your boundaries, like if you have too rigid of boundaries or like too weak of boundaries, um, maybe you are have an eating disorder, low, you know, um, body image dysmorphia, or like just a general lack of trust in yourself. That is some really um, sharp signs that you have inner child work that needs to be addressed. So um, for me, um, so just so that you guys can really hear this from someone's perspective rather than just like esoteric, the reason why I went down this spiritual path is because I was finding myself never feeling good enough. Like I, you know, competed in all these shows. I had everything I wanted. I started my business. I, you know, got engaged, you know had everything. I really had everything, but yet I would find myself complaining. I'd find myself being negative and just not feeling great. And so even though it kind of happened after my last show in 2017, the reason why I stopped competing or like took a pause from competing is because my hormones and my metabolism really needed the break. I knew you know, I just knew, okay, if I don't take this break, like I'm really going to mess up my hormones and I want to have babies. Like I, I don't want to be, you know, I, I really want to take care of my body. But hindsight, what happened was the break from competing um, took, all, took away the band-aid that competing was for me. So competing for me was a band-aid to cover up my controlling um you know, I, my controlling habits, like I didn't realize I was such a control freak. It was a cover up and a band-aid for my type A-ness, my um, perfectionism and my uh, low self-esteem and my um, need for validation for others. And also like the discipline and the hard work, like working hard and having discipline towards a show made me feel better about myself. So when I took all that away, <laughs> I was left with this gaping wound. So when when I took away the show prep and I was no longer competing because I did um, 
five shows in a span of two and a half years. So I just kept doing them. And uh, when I took the show away, it was like, oh, wow, there's this large wound inside of me, which was my inner child. She's been neglected. She has had no nurturing. And I tried to put a Band-Aid over this with competing, and competing was a distraction against these um, deeper wounds that I was not willing to look at and I was not willing to heal. And it became very clear to me, like after I didn't have a show to work towards anymore, what had happened was I threw myself into work and I started overworking myself and I was burning out regularly and I was like, you know, just I was working like 70 hours a week or something. It was crazy. And I was like, gosh, like why, like why do I keep doing this? Like why am I self-sabotaging myself like this? Why am I harming myself like this? And that's when I went down my spiritual path. That's when I started going to therapy. I reached out to a therapist. My therapist, um, was is amazing and then from there I found my spiritual counselor um who you guys heard on the podcast Reverend Jenny Brown and I started to really tap into this work because I was like competing never made me happy because I still felt really insecure and inadequate no matter how lean I got how ripped I got um my fiance now husband wasn't making me happy because I finally got the ring I felt like he finally engaged and I wasn't any happier Um, my business isn't making me happy. I finally got the business and I still feel so inadequate. Like side note, if you didn't know, I wanted to become a competition prep coach back in 2013 after my first show. And in 2018, 2019, like this year, I I finally had achieved all of that. But yeah, I was still like unhappy. So this was last year. I was like, oh man, I'm still not feeling fulfilled even though I've reached all my dreams and goals. And I think that is... Um, really indicative of like high achievers. So if you find yourself in my story, if you've achieved all these goals and you still don't feel good enough and you still don't feel happy, then inner child therapy, inner child work is, is something that I encourage you to dive into. So the two questions that revealed everything for me and that really started my work towards this um, was a Tony Robbins, two questions. I was watching a Netflix documentary and he asked you know someone in the audience this and it was, As a child, whose love did you crave the most, your mom or your dad? And for the longest time for me, I I thought it was my dad, but it was my stepmom. And then the second question is, who did you have to become in order to receive that love? So I'm going to ask those two questions again so that you can work through this with me. Whose love did you crave the most as a child, your mom or your dad? And who did you have to become in order to receive that love? So now if you remember from our episode with Ginny Brown, she said that um, a large part of us, because we learn to, like as humans, we want to be loved and accepted. So when we're growing up, we find what receives love and then we turn off the parts of ourselves that doesn't receive love so I had to become a perfectionist I had to become um a people pleaser in order to receive love from my stepmom like I had to do things before she told me to do it and that is how I receive love so then that manifested as an adult where I was a um I used to be a huge people pleaser. I've gotten so much better over the years and a huge perfectionist. And that was the band-aid that competing, like it really, it really hid it that from me. Like I didn't realize how much of a, I didn't even know hundred percent, like hand on my heart. I'm being so honest with you. I didn't know I was a perfectionist until I stopped competing. 
had no idea. Didn't know I was type A. I I would tell people um, like years ago, oh, I'm not type A, I'm type B. I'd be like, I'm so flexible, like I'm, you know, whatever, whatever. But no, in actuality, I'm so type A. And I didn't realize it because competitions were such a big band-aid for it. So then again, like I said, when I took away that band-aid, I'm left with this huge wound that I was trying to cover up. And um, I really decided I needed to work through this. And the reason why I needed to work through it is because I had this epidemic of never, just not feeling good enough, not feeling good enough, not feeling good enough, constantly chasing those external achievements, constantly chasing perfectionism, constantly chasing like other people's validation and acceptance of me to feel better because that is what my inner child needed. But she doesn't need it from everybody else. She needs it from me. I needed to learn how to give myself that love, that acceptance, and that uh, validation on a daily basis rather than trying to get it from other things. I hope that makes sense. That is why inner child work is so healing. It is so healing because all of the all of the voids that you've been trying to fill with other people and like, you know, like waiting for your significant other to give you the compliment or waiting for that, you know, your friend to ask you to go to lunch, you start to fill it with yourself. (laughs) That's what self-love is, guys. And um, we're going to have a future episode on self-love versus self-worth, but uh, self-love is not like what you see on social media. It's not like bubble baths and, um, I don't know, getting your hair done. Because trust me, when I was on the spiritual path, this journey of finding my inner child and nurturing her, um, you want to know what I did? I was like regularly going to get blowouts, um, which are hair dries. <laughs> um, uh, you go to the dry bar and they blow dry your hair. They wash your hair. They blow dry it. They style it. And I remember sitting there one day, like after getting my hair done, and this is not cheap. It's like 50 bucks. I got my hair done and I was just like, oh, like I still don't feel good. So you can see how I was doing all these like self-care things to try and make, you know, give myself self-love. But the best self-love and the best self-care are the ones that you cannot buy. And so for me, it really was my inner child work. What am I craving? What do I need? What is the love that I need? And how can I give it to myself rather than looking for in external places? And I think I've said that like a million times <laughs> this show, but I really, really, that's really what I want you to get across. So that is inner child work. I hope that my explanation of that was um, helpful. I hope that it made sense. It was clear. Um, some ways that you can start connecting with your inner child today is getting a picture of him or her and just starting to look at the photo so that you can remember some memories. A lot of us um, have repressed memories around this time frame, like maybe from when you're like five to like 10, there there might be some repressed memories. If you did have trauma, um, I had trauma as a young child. And so it was hard for me to first start connecting with him or her, um, inner child meditations, which I'm going to make one. So, um, scroll down to the show notes. Hopefully by the time this episode is live, I'll have it recorded. Um, have it down there. Um, starting to, and then, um, the third way, which what I did, which really, really helped was, um, remembering the things that used to bring me joy. Like what were the things I liked doing as a kid and starting to bring those back into my life. Um, so again, this is not like my, the way that I'm explaining this is not new. This has been around for many, many years. Um, 
We've talked about it in the show a couple times. If you go back to the episode with Dr. Morgan Francis, there's that book. I think it was called The Homecoming by John Bradshaw. Really listen to the episode with Reverend Jenny Brown. That's episode five. Um, this is really, really important. <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting that across enough, but um, it's just it's just been life-changing for me. And um, it is something that I have started to work through with my clients and if this is something that you are seeking support and help with and you would like someone to mentor and guide you through this process we do bring in inner child healing within mindset makeover academy and that is because we cannot become our highest selves until we start to learn to love all the experiences that shaped us so we cannot just like shove your inner child away and like you know that girl who was shy and insecure and you want to be confident and you know outgoing, the only way that you are going to become that person is by learning to accept your inner child, that who she is, and not try to cut her off. Like we are accepting her and growing with her, not cutting her off, shutting her down and saying, I don't want to be like this. We need to understand why she feels like this. Um, and then you know, acknowledge and give our child that love that they need so that we can step into our highest self, okay? You cannot have B without A. (laughs) So that's it for today's episode. I hope that you found this helpful. If you did, I would love to hear your feedback with a rating and review and don't forget to download a couple episodes take a screenshot dm me come tell me what you love um, what you want to hear more about i am so coachable super coachable you all i'm doing this for you so let me know what you want to hear thank you so much for investing in your highest self and your inner child today i can't wait to see what you guys um think of that meditation that i am going to record for you And just to see like, you know, what you decide to do with this information, this knowledge and how you move forward with it. And if you are interested in joining season two of Mindset Makeover Academy, we begin September 15th. If you would like to apply, the application is down in the show notes. Hit me up there. Um, Hopefully, I've still got some spots open. If not, you will be put on the wait list for the next round, the next season. That's it from me. I hope you have an amazing day. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. And don't forget to be every single day this week your highest self. See you guys next time. 